We march today for jobs and freedom. But we have nothing to be proud of. But hundreds and thousands of our brothers are not here. For they're receiving starvation wages or no wages at all. Those who have said be patient and wait, we must say that we cannot be patient. We do not want our freedom gradually, but we want to be free now. The time will come when we will not confine our march into Washington. We will march through the South, through the streets of Jackson, through the streets of Danville, through the streets of Cambridge, through the streets of Birmingham. We must say, wake up, America, wake up, for we cannot stop, and we will not and cannot be patient. Caesar Walker, the cool, calm, collected one. And I'm Ronnie Gatry, the emotional one. And we are the Tippy Point Podcast, your source for sophisticated ignorance, intellectual stupidity, and well articulated nonsense. <laughs> Walker! We finished I think this is the tipping point. Peace and blessings, beloveds. We want to thank you guys for tuning in for another week of our podcast. Shout out to all of our listeners. We want to highlight our long-term listeners as well as first-time listeners. And if you are listening to us for the first time and you're enjoying the podcast, you're enjoying this intellectual stupidity, we want you to do us a favor. We want you to follow us, subscribe to us on whatever streaming platform that you're choosing to stream this podcast from. Also, we guys, we want you to follow us on the social media, subscribe to our YouTube page. All of that information can be found on our website that we own, Gatry. That website is thetippingpoint.com. That's T-H-A, tippingpoint.com. And with that, let's begin episode 86. 86, Walker. Uh, before we even get into our pleasantries with each other, checking in with us and how we're doing, we want to acknowledge a few people, um, most notable, uh, we're recording on a Sunday last week, we received word that John Lewis, uh, civil rights leader, activist, uh, was on the forefront, uh, fighting for equality, voting rights, uh, for black people and all people. Um, he passed at the age of 80 after a, a bout with cancer. Um, he was also a congressman and was really dedicated to continuing the work that was started by amazing leaders such as Dr. Martin Luther King. Um, Gatry, uh, your thoughts about this guy, man? Man, uh, you know, you know, um, John Lewis's roots to Alabama, uh, kind of brought him to the to the church where I grew up in, and uh, he, you know, he, he he would show up for certain events and things like that. And uh, I'll be honest, Walker, I as a youth, knuckleheaded youth, I didn't really appreciate the value that this man possessed uh, at the time. But uh, as I matured and started to know more about, you know, what this man stood for, I started to value some of those times, and you know, I got some flashbacks and some memories back to those days. Um, but one one thing, Walker, as I've been reading a lot about um, about this man's life, um, nothing against, you know, the everything he did for for civil rights. I had no idea how plugged in he was in terms of uh, rights for LGBTQ 
uh, I had I had no idea, you know, how many times he spoke in support uh, of this effort, you know, and, you know, on top of civil rights uh, for for people of color like you and I. So um, I was shocked because, again, I had no idea. But just um, it just goes to show just how how well rounded of an individual this was and how great a uh, pioneer and a uh, hero of the United States that uh, John Lewis was. So, yeah, uh, those are my thoughts. What you got, man? Well said, well said, and and of course he was a son of a son of Alabama. Um, he he's ours, uh, of course. Um, there is a actual masterclass that Oprah did with John Lewis, um, and it was playing this morning. Um, I think it was on social media, and you can find it on YouTube uh, if you don't have the home network. But um, it was just awesome, just doing just chronologizing, you know, his, his life and just showing where he came from. Like he would grow up preaching as a kid to, to, cause he grew up on a farm and he grew up preaching to chickens. And his whole thing was like, even at a young age, you could see his compassion and his regard for life. Mm-hmm. Right. And it started with, with, and he would talk about how he would preach. And it was amazing. Like the, the, the chickens would never say, man, they would never do anything, you know, say anything audibly, but it almost felt like they're listening more. They were listening more to him than members of Congress actually listened to him today. Oof. And I was like, that was a very, you know, just just listening to where he came from. And it just talks about how inspired he was and to to do the sit ins um, in the restaurants and, and, and how that was. And just the 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 mental strength it was to sit there and be cursed at, spat on, had hot coffee poured on you people kicking you punching you and to not hit back and the the whole you know purpose of it is like the true strength was not fighting back but to show people who were on the fence on the sidelines that we have an issue here and to see people to show that great strength and restraint yet you're putting on full display the oppression is what really motivated a lot of people across the country to take action against what was happening back then in the sixties. Um, and so fifties and sixties. And so, uh, you know, one of the greatest quotes, man is, is, you know, and of course is a tweet, but he, he's, he said it since then, do not get lost in the sea of despair. Be hopeful, be optimistic. Our struggle is not the struggle of a day, a week, a month, or a year. It is a struggle of a lifetime. Never ever be afraid to make some noise and get in good trouble, necessary trouble. And basically that's basically what his his whole life has been about when it's something worth fighting for, when you're fighting for the greater good of humanity, getting into good trouble is necessary and it's required to bring about change. So uh, we just wanna thank John Lewis for dedicating his life on behalf of those who've been oppressed, those who have been marginalized. Uh, and today we love to celebrate you and we honor your life and legacy by continuing the fight that you started and helped start so long ago. And we'll make sure we honor you by doing our part and doing what we can to, to see that, that mission comes to pass and that 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 dream of dr martin luther king is realized so i got me very well put sir um is that why you always let me go first 
What do you mean? Because you're going to slam the door usually. In a good you way. You let me slam the door, dude. Okay. You let me slam the door. Also, too, um, I don't know if you were familiar. Uh, Reverend C.T. Vivian um, also passed on this. Was it the same day? Same day, Walker. Goodness. And he was 95. He actually died now. Like, he wasn't sick or anything, but uh, was well in his in his old age. And also was, uh, I didn't know how involved he was, man, but he was kind of like, he would go down, he would be sent. As a matter of fact, I think Dr. Martin Luther King uh, referred to him as one of the greatest preachers he's ever heard uh, speak, oh, wow. uh, which is high praise coming from from someone like Dr. Martin Luther King. And right. so, uh, yeah, just to see his involvement and how he would go down, he would visit areas to just see what was going on. And, you know, it was, he, he played a very vital role. So we, you know, we want to, uh, our thoughts and prayers are with the family of Reverend C.T. Vivian as well, um, just like John Lewis. And uh, again, you just want to just acknowledge those guys at that time. I got a few more if you want me to get into it. Yes, Some are already here. Uh, our thoughts and prayers are with Naya Rivera. We talked about her last week. Um, at the time, her body had not been found. She was presumed dead at the time of our recording last week. But uh, her body, I think maybe a day or so later, had been found. Um, and uh, apparently, I don't know if it was a current or something that happened, but she was able to save her son, I believe is what happened, but didn't have enough strength to, to get back in the boat. So, um yeah, our thoughts and prayers are definitely with the family, friends, people who have worked alongside her. Um, I didn't realize how long she had been in entertainment. Um, I didn't realize she was on Family Matters. Oh, goodness. I didn't know that. Yeah. And actually, like, they sh- I saw clips of it on social media. You remember uh, Little Richie, the, yeah. the youngest on that show? Like, she was a girl who she was like his age. And was like a friend of a neighbor or someone who who uh, stopped by, and her and little Richie was like she she had a lot of personality then. Wow! And so uh, yeah, she's been in shows like she's been in entertainment and acting for like her whole life, just yeah. about. Okay. Um. So, but yeah, man, just just a long career, uh, life cut too short. Our, our prayers are with are with her son. Her, her ex-husband, friends, family, the whole nine. Uh, we hate to hear that. Um, but yeah, our, our thoughts and prayers are with them. Tamar Braxton, um, pretty sure you heard of her uh, this past week. Uh, she was rushed to the hospital as what they felt was uh, a, a failed attempt on her life. Um, she had been going through a, a lot. Uh, family had spoken out. And the, the family is just, they're just asking that we keep her lifted up in prayer, which we can definitely do. Um Tamar was definitely uh, the big one of the bigger personalities of that entire family, and uh, definitely just entertaining to see her in her element. Um, whatever you know, again, this is some challenging times, man. Just what we're seeing people deal with, and, and you know, we've been seeing death uh, on all accounts, whether it's old age, whether it's it's what we've seen, you know, with the, the George Floyds, the Breonna Taylors, the Ahmaud Arberries, uh, with people dying of sickness with COVID, uh, John Lewis with cancer. Like we, we, we've been exposed to a lot of death. So, man, yeah, I just I just pray for uh, I, I lift up the Braxton family um, most definitely. But I just pray for for us as well, man. Like this is a lot 
that we're dealing with at one time and it can kind of it can kind of wear on you especially when you got to deal with your own regular everyday stuff uh like tamar was probably dealing with and it can be taxing it can be a lot you yeah. know what i mean and so check on your friends you know if you got friends you haven't talked to in a while it, it it's important to check on them give them a call let them know you're thinking about them and let them know that you know you haven't forgotten about them like check on your people and um you know, we need each other during this time to get through it. So that's all I got. Get. I don't know if you had anything to say about it. No, that's uh, yeah. It's it's like you hijacked my notes, but yeah, yeah, I second that. Uh, after that, I mean, what's what's on your mind, bro? Um, how are you? Uh, uh doing well, Walker. Um, goodness, it, it's a, a difficult segue. But um, this week in particular, I'm checking on my friends. No, no. <laughs> okay, <laughs> nah this this week in particular was big for me. Um, so I um, <laughs> I I made my debut as a uh, as a podcast producer, uh, and by by that I mean outside of the the tipping point. And um, it's just an honor to know that someone thinks highly enough of my skill set to say, "Hey, Ronnie, we want you to." charter you know the direction of this uh creative development that we've thought of and um i I gotta i gotta say thanks to you walker because um i used a lot of what you of what you introduced to me as we were forming this podcast in terms of planning uh, meeting beforehand and not just uh because if it were up to me uh, two and a half years ago or so ago, I would have just gotten a bunch of equipment, met you somewhere and said, OK, let, let's see what let's see what happens. Not knowing what the direction was going to be, how it was going to be shaped. So um, and it, it 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 really made me look a lot more professional in structuring uh, the development of the podcast in that way. So I want to thank you for that. Um, oh. So uh, what's what's interesting enough, as, as I've told you off air, we've got another group uh, in the works who who also have asked me to to uh, assist in producing their podcast. But I've had a third person uh, here recently reach out and, uh, and you know, uh, re- uh, request similar services for me. So um, all this is humbling. Walker, you know, and some, some some of you other people know I am a podcast nerd, so I can really like get lost in this stuff. I listen to a lot of them. Um, I have a lot of ideas. I have, do I? Yeah, I, I've had I've um, I bored Walker with a lot of ideas and a lot of technical details that he's not as passionate about as I am. But uh, <laughs> the techie part, not so much. Right, the right. Structuring of a yeah. part, we can talk that all day. I meant I meant more so the techie part. But uh, but anyway, okay, um, there you go. So I, I was just I was really touched this week uh, and and hearing about that and uh, embracing these opportunities and just seeing what happens after that. So. Um, yeah uh other than that walker uh, i got my heart broken this week if, if i can share about that who dumped you who dumped you now yg you know um my, my self-proclaimed favorite child um <laughs> so he had he, he had a basketball camp this week it's still a shot abraham you still, you still got a shot <laughs> Um, he had a basketball camp this week and um I say three three other kids from his school like actually in his class were, were at this camp. So uh Monday I went and dropped him off. You know, I'm a dad, I'm I'm helicopterish, so you know, I'm walking him in, you know, signing him in and all that stuff. Things things a dad should do with a six, almost seven year old. And um we get there Monday, you know, I'm kind of watching him after we signed in. I'm watching him take his shots or whatever. And I'm just I'm just having a dad moment, you know, 
And so he puts up a shot, swishes it. He looks over at me, and I'm just pumped. I'm giving him thumbs up. Mm, yeah, you know, just just doing my thing. And so he he returns that uh, look with a look of terror. And I'm like, oh goodness, you know. So I look behind me, thinking some somebody's you know trolling him behind me or something. But he's looking dead at me, and uh, he's terrified. And so I was like, okay, I know what that look is. It's my boy. He's like, okay. So um, he goes to put up another shot And he, he gets nowhere near the goal Because he's not looking at the goal He's looking at me <laughs> And so he gets his rebound He comes running over to me You know what he says Walker Can you please leave Daddy can you leave now Yeah You can leave It's okay that you can leave like you wanted your parents with you. Did you want your parents with you everywhere you went as a kid? Nah, at Walker, at six, I, I, I wanted both of my parents there. I never asked them to leave at six. 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 Okay. Never. Okay. So, Walker. Well, you do realize that, was that the same with your, with your wife? What do you mean? Did she, did she want some independence from her parents? As a, as a young kid? I, I didn't ask her. This you is, don't even know that, do you? This is nothing to do with her. nothing to do with what we're talking about. This is, this is everything to do with me and YG. Okay? So keep it in context. No, it has everything to do with you. Hmm? It has everything to do with oh, you. True, well, true. <laughs> don't don't roll YG into it. He wants you to leave. Walker, I salt. I'm pretty sure you did. I hung my head. I did an about face. And I walked slowly Man, I out I of that facility. I really wish I was there. <laughs> You would have put it on our IG or something like that. <laughs> so Walker, I did. Absolutely. I did what any man would do in that situation. I got to the any car. Man? And I, any man. I got to the car, and I called my mom. <laughs> you know what makes this even Why worse? You call me. Well, cause you don't care. <laughs> That's not true. You don't that care. That is not true. You don't care. That is not true. Anyway. I do care. You you know what made it even worse, Walker? What's that? My mom didn't even pick up. See? So I sat and there. Still, and I never came I never came up in your mind, huh? No, I don't need I don't I don't need heckling at a time like this. I'm not heckling. <laughs> I'm not heckling you. What does heckle mean? <laughs> Check out any of our other 85 podcasts. And you'll get an answer to that question. <laughs> I don't heckle you. <laughs> what do you do, Walker? You. What do you do? No, I'm just being myself. What would you have done if I called you sulking about that? Um, <laughs> that look on your face. <laughs> I would have heckled you. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> oh. right. I would. I would have had. A, I would have had a lot of fun with that. <laughs> I would have fun with that. I would have told you to man up. I know. Man you would have talked me off the ledge, Walker. I understand that. But this is my guy, man. This is my guy. Are you a boy mom or a boy dad? What are you going to be? Tune in next week. Well, I'll answer that question. Um, but no, Walker, this is my guy. And then it made it even more embarrassing because there are kids on the team that I coached that were there, too. And they were happy to see Coach G. You know what I'm saying? Mask on and everything. Yeah, but they don't they don't live with you. And I'm pretty sure you was not in the gym. And you're downplaying, you're downplaying your excitement. 
because you know you you become a coach instantly. You know you were loud. You know you were animated. You know you were all of these things extra. Like you uh, wasn't like you like if you're watching us on YouTube, like Gatry's pup is like, yeah. You didn't do that. You don't even know how to whisper. I take that back. You do know how to whisper. The way you're talking right now is whispering. <laughs> That's whispering. Walker, so don't, you, act, don't you, sit here and act like you was on the sidelines being mute watching your son throw up shots. While you may you not be you while you may it. not be wrong, that's irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> See, I knew it was, I, I knew I don't even know why you why you sugarcoating me. I don't understand why how that impacts the story, Walker. I don't I understand how that impacts or sheds light or helps me to become oh, less your offended. Feelings? Say what? On your, on your fragile emotions and yeah, feelings? With my kid? With your kid? He's, he's not in danger. Yeah. yeah, Walker, but... He just wants you to leave. He just wants for you what I want for myself <laughs> at times. I just want you to leave. <laughs> I'm on YG's side. I am team YG here. I get it, YG. And, you, and YG has to deal with it even worse because he lives with you. <laughs> Do you know how many you know how many you know how often I would punch myself in the face if I had to live with you, Gatry? And those emotions. Do you have any more compliments, Walker? <laughs> I think you're doing a bang up job as a father. At any at any rate. Oh, <laughs> uh, so I was hurt about that, Walker. Yeah, and I even shed a tear. Cause the biggest thing, Walker, I wasn't prepared for this for this to happen at six going on seven. In my mind, I'm thinking like 12, 13. Yeah, get that. Get away from me, man. Get out of here. But in my, I had six more years. I had a six-year buffer. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting that. You would have been ready then. <sighs> Yo. You never. Okay, let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Given what we all know to be true about you, when have you ever prepared yourself emotionally for anything? <laughs> I prepare mostly for Drake uh, releases. <laughs> How do you prepare? You cry? <laughs> you just let those tears flow and just let the emotions get ready? I may prepare right, the Drake. tear ducts. I may prepare them. You're clear to release your album. <laughs> but you know, I find that find that room in the house. You know, make sure all the lights are off. Make sure that corner. No, 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 no. No, no, no. no, no, no. You like candles. You like candles. You like yeah. candles. But I find that dark corner and I make sure my headphones are charged up. And you know, I just proceed to take the album on track by track, like you should do with the do you, Drake album. Do you cross your legs as you're sitting, or like <laughs> you're asking for too many details? You Indian style. <laughs> <laughs> but you, I mean, maybe, maybe if you were 13, maybe I still wouldn't be ready, even though I kind of you wouldn't be. I don't even know why you why you're assigning an arbitrary number like you're going to be prepared emotionally. You wouldn't you know, be. You know how somebody says something to you and it, you take a split second and you're like, they didn't really say that. <laughs> like, and you tell yourself, this is what they said. You know, it's so like I responded. No, you don't do that to me. <laughs> say what? You don't do that to me. Yeah, I do, Walker. Don't do that. No, you don't. You expect me to come for your neck. <laughs> Do you blame me? I, dude, this is easy. This is a layup. Okay. So so it's like when he when he delivered it, Walker, it was like, oh, okay. If my body said, Dad, can you stay long? <laughs> but then when it registered, I was like, this little dude just asked me to leave. 
Dude, you're anyway. embarrassing him. Okay, let me ask you something. Let me ask you a question. Can you not be in a gym with him shooting up shots and you not turn into Coach Dad? Describe the gym to me. (laughs) Like, is it a gym with multiple courts? Like, where my vision may be kind of skewed from where he is? I mean, this is important. I'm talking about you can see him in clear eyesight. Like, you can see him and he's in your line of sight. You can see him through. His form is off. Walker, what am I supposed to do? Just sit there? Or stand there? No, I know what you can do. Here's what you can do. You can leave. Okay. That's all he wanted. And it's no diss. He loves you. You sit him there. You're supportive of him. I'm just saying. He just needs you to leave. Okay? I left, Walker. I'm not saying I didn't leave. I left. I wasn't happy about it. I wish I could have seen the look on your face. That's all I really wanted. That's all I really wanted was a look on your face. I'm I'm sure you have an idea. No, I mean, it would rival most Dave Chappelle specials to look on your face in that moment. <laughs> I think I would have gained three years of my life back just seeing that. Anyway. But that, that was it for me, Walker. Is your heart still broken? Speaking of which, why is there a camp for kids at this point? Uh, so good question. Uh, there's a camp for kids because at the facility where the camp took place, they had enough courts to where they can space out everybody and they limited the attendance and they limited uh, how many they'll take for each age group. So he was able to still stay spaced out. And um, even the camp administrators and staff are all masked up. They did temperature checks every like three hours, I think. So, yeah, it was I don't know, Walker. When it comes to that, I'm kind of different because in my mind, I think the kids, I think the kids are somehow immune to this thing. That's I know that sounds weird because kids pick up everything, but I just <laughs> outside of the 86 infants that tested positive for COVID over the weekend in Texas, um, outside of that, I just haven't really seen or heard any kids get getting it. And considering how close my wife is to the um, pediatric heartbeat of this state and even the nation, really. Um, when she came to me and said, you know, hey, I found out about this. I was like, I mean, it's really up to you. If you're good with it, I'm good with it. You know, I want him to. So she was like, yeah, he needs to. And, you know, it seems like it's going to be really, really as, as safe as you can get in these COVID streets. So when she blessed it, I was like, cool. Yeah, I'll take him and I'll walk out the gym when he asked me to leave. Anything else you want to add there? No. I had fun with this. This was great. Sure. How are you, Walker? Oh, I, for, I forgot I ain't talked about myself. I'm good. Back to you, Chuck. Back to you, Ronnie. <laughs> Walker, let me share something with you, bro. Now, I don't have anything. I don't have any. I don't have any stories like that. I okay. mean, you know, I've been I've been relegated to the house. Uh, I'm not going out here in these streets. Well, I do go out to run. That's not true. I do go out to run. That's like what that's else? like me getting out. What else? Keep it one hundred, Walker. You've already committed. Your, you've already confessed your sins. What do you mean? You go, sin? you go get your haircut too. I only did that once. But is, you still go. You say that go go is like an action verb. It implies that you're currently doing that. I actually, this oh, was okay. You you sat at home week. and got your haircut. Okay, I see. You didn't go anywhere for my birthday. I don't care when it was. You went. You 
over two weeks ago. You still well, went your haircut a few days ago. You I went your haircut a few days ago. You went. You didn't get know. a virtual cut. I'm wearing a hat today, by the way. You went. You'll go again. Okay. Is Bevel making virtual Clippers Walker? I wouldn't know. Hey, you okay? <laughs> I already know the answer to that. That's rhetorical, but. Your friends are, are you not okay? okay, Walker. Your enemies are not okay. <laughs> I already knew the answer, Gantry. Okay. Walker, let me share something with you, bro. Oh boy. Um, so I don't I don't recommend going outside and biking for 15 minutes in these type of conditions, but this morning I thought it'd be a great idea. I'm suffering right now, Walker. Like it, it was terrible. But um during my bike ride through the neighborhood, I encountered a neighbor. Uh, and this neighbor decided he wanted to have a conversation, right? He was on his porch. I was trying to, you know, get my cardio in, but no, you know, no one cares about that, you know. Wait, he's talking to you as you're yeah. cycling by. Yeah, I kind of did a loop, and I pa- I passed his house once, and he waved, and I, you know, I had my AirPods in, and then when I came back around, he he come from the porch to the sidewalk, and I could see him when I was approaching him. I could see him making eye contact with me and he just gave me those non-verbals like hey i want to have a conversation and so me being socially aware i pull over you know pause my apple watch and um we 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 proceed to have a conversation and um he started he started talking about history walker and he said verbatim this is one of my neighbors now he said verbatim i don't agree with what this nation's doing in attempts to erase history now I'm not I'm not saying here we go, Walker. I know that I thought about you when we had this conversation. He says now, and he he he, he kind of stopped right there, and he says, "Now uh, I'm not I'm not here saying that I support you know any Confederate statue, anything like that." But his concern was if you erase it, that essentially gives history an opportunity to repeat itself. And so I asked him. I said, "By erasure." Of history, give me an example. And guess what his first example was, Walker? <laughs> the <What>? Confederate statue <laughs> in downtown Birmingham coming down. <laughs> and so um, that that was that that was the only thing I said, Walker. Like that that was because because after that he just went on his own monologue and just went on. It, well, I take that back. When he when I felt like he was done, I asked, you know, okay, well. Is it you know are you are you done? Is it okay if I finish my my workout? Because I didn't have anything productive to say to him at that point, so I did say something else. Forgive me, but um, during this long monologue, he just talks about you know um, how erasing certain things of history is actually working to America's detriment, and so I had a lot of thoughts, Walker. I had a lot of constructive, disruptive thoughts about history, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, you know, and I want, and I was gonna say it, Walker, but when he didn't give me a second to, to, or when he, when he didn't even have the, the, uh, the respect enough to ask, hey, Ronnie, what do you think? You know, I just knew, I was like, well, this isn't about me. You know, I felt like in that moment, it was about him as a, you know, mid 50 year old white male taking his opportunity to share to a black guy where i should be positioned socially in terms of recognizing and even to some some respects 
honoring the history that is, in his words, being eroded. So, um, you know, Walker, you I, well, you, you you're not you're not nearly you know on social media nearly as much as I am. But uh, I saw this I saw this meme uh, recently, and it was it was shared by several people that that I follow, and uh, it talked about you know Christianity, and it talked about you know Satan, you know Satan exists in the Bible and Christianity, right? And you know what it asks the question: Would Jesus be Jesus if there wasn't a Satan? You know, and just think thinking about that, and then it asks the question again. Satan's a part of biblical history. Satan's a part of uh, Christian history. But how would the Christians feel if a statue of Satan was erected in the middle of their church? It's part of history, right? You know, like we got to we got to know the good and we got to know the bad. We got to know everything that's in the Bible. But there's going to there's not going to be any church walker. Not not that I know of. That's going to come in and allow you to erect a statue of Satan, even if it is history. So I thought about that and I was going to hit him with that question. But I said, you know what? Why didn't you? Because because Walker, he was getting amped. L- listen, my rings, I was trying to close the rings on the Apple Watch. Like it, I had bigger fish to fry than him. And uh, that was being interrupted. So um, I didn't I wasn't in the mood to tango with this white man in this in this uh, neighborhood where I'm overwhelmingly the, the minority. I wasn't ready for that. I was sweating for goodness sake, Walker. Um, and it was hot. Did I mention that part? But um, I thought about you during this man's monologue and I was like, huh, I wonder what Walker would think about this. Um, th- this these thoughts that this man is sharing. And I, I, I answered the question. You know what the answer is, Walker? What's that? Low expectations. I said Walker wouldn't say anything to this. I see what you did there. I said Walker wouldn't say anything to this. This is proving his whole theory of low expectations. This is proving it. So that's that's another reason why Walker, I was like, does it even make any sense for me to respond to this man? What am I gonna tell him? Yeah, in the grand scheme of things, no, but I'm kinda I'm kinda petty and I'm kinda working on that. That's one of the things me and God talk about from time to time. So sometimes I'll do that just to be petty and just to get under the skin of someone that I know is is spitting ignorance. I'll just say something to just really get them riled up that they can't respond to. Mm-hmm. Um, put the statues in the museum if you must. And I don't think I don't think we're doing away with we're doing away with history. But my thing is. Why do you again? This is this is not even my thoughts, but I just hear people say it all the time. America appears to be the only place where we celebrate the loser and not the winner. Is it's, it's like why? Okay, they lost. Why are we acknowledging them in this way? Why are we esteeming someone who lost? who doesn't embody the ideals of this country in this way. Sure, we can put them in a museum. That way we put them in its proper context. But when you erect a statue, there's a statue of Michael Jordan in front of the United Center. It's not a statue of Magic Johnson. It's not a statue of Clyde Drexler. It's not a statue of Charles Barkley. Not a statue of Carmelone. It's a statue of who? Goat. Because he won, right? Right. We're not even dealing with, we're not even dealing with 
the the right or wrong here. They lost. Why are we celebrating? Them? I was gonna say something so petty. Why are we celebrating? Them? Right, right. So, eh, eh, whatever, whatever. And my thing is, pe- people like that. And again, you know, I I, 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 I ask you, how come you didn't? Because that's the petty part of me asking. But mm-hmm. hey, I, I, I respect the fact you did the same thing. I mean, what does that really say? What does it that really say? Because he really wasn't trying to have a conversation. He it. wanted to tell a black guy how he truly felt. Yeah, and yeah. I'd be amazed that you even stop for for people in that regard, <laughs> which is another part of me being petty. But you know, I, I own that. I'm a neighbor walker. <laughs> And we know what the Bible says say about those N words. You know, you're another N word to them. You think you're a neighbor. You're another N word that ends with R. <laughs> Tell this N word what I think about these statues coming down. And he had the audacity, the unmitigated gall to stop you in the middle of your workout for that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. I mean, Walker, it's okay. Like, I'm not. God I'm not angry. still working on you. God I'm not angry at the act. I'm not okay. angry at the act, Walker. Like, I am, <laughs> and I wasn't even there. If if you don't, you have, know what I'm angry at. What? I'm angry at the fact that it was still hot and you was out there cycling <laughs> at five in the morning. Because I know you didn't do this at any other time of the day. It was at, uh, around this time. It was about six thirty. It's not even okay. Continue, get gotcha. You overslept. No, I I gotten up. I done my my normal workout. I gone to the gym, done my normal workout at five. Oh, you was feeling good. I was. It's just one of those days where you're just on a high, you know. Just like, man, I'm gonna get I on this you. bike and see what it do. <laughs> so you had already. Did, this wasn't the workout. This no, was something extra. No, I okay. done. I done heavy weights. Usually, yeah. You already. You already be working out, so this makes it. It was still a bad idea, sense. though, Walker. Even if I was fresh, it was still a bad idea. Not that hot at six thirty. It's not that high. There's a heat advisory today, Walker. Okay. Anyway. Um, so yeah. That was interesting. What's on your mind, Walker? I don't even know why you even bring it up to get me get me all riled up. Because I thought about you, bro. I know you did. I know you did. <laughs> the same way you didn't think about me when you got your feelings hurt. By YG. That's how that's how you thought about me? I don't like you. I just want you to know that. Thank you, Walker. I do not like you. It feels so warm in here. (laughs) So what? It feels so warm in here from all the love. (laughs) Didn't say I hated you. I just said I didn't like you. Gotcha. Gotcha. So with all this warmth, let's get dirty. Uh, Ready for it? You insist. (laughs) Who's going first? Who's going first? What, I'll let you. Man? I'll let you. I'll let you go first, Walker. I've been talking a lot during this opening, so you go ahead. We've got. Oh. We've got the same ones. How you know we got the same ones? Because I don't know. I think our thoughts have aligned over the years. But anyway. Okay. Um. Shall we discuss Nick Cannon and his interesting week? <laughs> And I, th- I think it was impossible for us to do Dort this week and not talk about the cannon. So yeah, let, let's talk about this guy. <laughs> Where do we begin? Oh, so goodness. let's start from the end and work our way back. How about that? What's the end? The end is he got fired from uh, CBS Viacom, and they dropped Wildin' Out. Right. I think he was on Nickelodeon. He had some stuff with Nickelodeon, correct? Correct. 
And I didn't I didn't know CBS Viacom owned all that stuff. I had no idea. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Um, absolutely. Keep, keeping one eye open. For his anti-Semitic comments. Correct. Now you heard you heard the comments, Walker, or read them at least. I read them. Okay. Which he th- took down. I think he took down the interview with Professor Griff. Yes, his, he has a podcast called Cannon's Class, which he's had some some dope guests on there that I've enjoyed. No question, um, him talking Ooh. with. Um, so pro- uh, Professor Griff um, came on, and he's not one to mince words about how he feels about the world. Right, and apparently uh, Nick Cannon agreed with some of the statements made. I, I don't know if they quoted Minister Louis Farrakhan as well, but he came up. Um, I think some of his statements actually came up, but uh, yeah, um, I did hear about him saying, you know, paraphrasing, but Jewish people own all the banks and he was speaking to black Hebrews, the Jews, right? Right. Paraphrasing. Um, did I? Was there more to it than that? Now he did talk about white people. Um, being savages. savages. Yeah. I, I, was, I, thought, I was. I thought. The, I thought the irony of this is that like the really potentially offensive comments is not what got him canned, but right. the anti-Semitic comments. Right. Let's talk about it, Walker. Um, what are your thoughts? Well. I, I can't put it any better than you just did, but that was that was like the heartbeat of my whole of my whole angle on this thing. Like y'all could have taken them out for other stuff, but y'all yeah, I guess I guess y'all pick picked one thing out that I thought th- and this is gonna make me sound like a degenerate, but I didn't think it was as vile as some of the other things he said. And it it caused me to kind of reshape my approach and cause cause I, I will share this is there's a white female that I'm, that I'm friends with who um, who is Jewish. And um, dur- during everything that's been going on uh, socially in our country, she and I have had dialogue and I've become more, more curious about the Jewish Jewish experience in America, you know, um, just to not, not to really compare, but just to make myself a little more well, well rounded. And a lot of the stuff she's been teaching me um and I, I may need to follow up with her on this, but I just didn't see where where I that would have would have wanted to ask her what her thoughts was about. What yeah, you said. yeah, and I haven't reached out yet, and I just I just thought about that because my my thought was maybe I missed something, maybe there's something I'm uneducated about that um that you know came from the <laughs> came from Nick Cannon's camp. Um, but when 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 I think when I think about you know Nick Cannon compared to Deshaun Jackson. I got more of a case on Deshaun for, you know, having anti-Semitic comments uh, that he made in the in the past couple of weeks and what Nick said. I'm glad you brought him up, too. Yeah. We can wrap him up into this whole thing as well. OK, well, you go um, ahead. continue. You know, you go ahead. You go ahead. I just, just I'm glad you just brought him up. No. But what was her? But you, you said you reached out. You said you need to reach out. to her. I, right? I need to reach out to her and just because I, I know she's on the cusp of that. And I just need to hear from her since we've already had that dialogue started and maybe educate myself. Like maybe I missed something. Maybe there's a detail of something here that I don't know about. But, you know, one one thing's for certain, Walker. We know we know Jewish people run the banks. They run the media. We know that. So. You you already I think are kind of walking on eggshells uh, with them already, so you know it you know it's not about what we think in that regard, but 
I think we all should take a point and be a little more educated on that just so we don't slip and make any comments that may come off as anti-Semitic. And I hope I didn't just make do any. You, Goodness gracious. Do you think... <laughs> do, do you think that... Do you think... Do you agree with what Nick did? Or said? Did like From what he said to how he responded... His 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 uh, refusal to apologize, then apologize after the fact. Like like, how do you feel about what happened this this whole week with Nick? Yeah, I I, I definitely disagree. I I, I would have apologized seriously. You got to be humble enough on the front to, end. Yeah, you got to be humble enough to know that you know you may have crossed the line somewhere. Um, would it have bought his job back? No. Do I have concerns about how quickly they got him out of there? Yeah. From what I heard, from what I heard, I think that's what got him fired. Oh, really? From what I heard, like he he, because you know Nick Nick kind of was doubling down initially, mm, okay. and I think it wasn't until he talked to uh, people from the Jewish community. I think he has spoke with. I think his name is Rabbi Abraham Cooper. Yeah. And I think that's when the apology came. Ah. But I think when when the pressure was coming from uh, Viacom, I don't think Nick was 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 ready to apologize. Walker, let me let me briefly pivot because we we saw what he put out on social media about black people turning their back to him or turning their back on him. Tell me why black people are angry with Cannon right now. Um, in your opinion, I'm not asking for fact here. I feel that a lot of people do agree with what Nick Cannon said. Um, a lot of people have a lot of respect for people like the minister, uh, Minister Louis Farrakhan. People have respect for Professor Griff. And a lot of the things that they say that that was said, I mean, even to even to what you kind of alluded to, you didn't feel like that was that extreme. And it just seems that what I'm, what I think, what I feel as though I'm seeing is there's a heightened level of sensitivity about things that happen to or is said about Jewish people, but that same energy isn't translated when it comes to black people. And so for a lot of black people, they're like, Nick, why? What are you apologizing for? And I think oh. Master, I saw something that Master P was talking about in that you know when you work for these corporations, you gotta apologize. Mm. But when you own your own thing, like if you know you didn't intend to say what you said, like you didn't you didn't intend to offend, you a good dude, you standing on you know what you like, you you shouldn't have to apologize, right. especially if you own your own thing. You know, Master P is big on that. Yeah. Um, I think what the vibe I'm getting from a, from black people who don't agree with the fact that Nick apologized, I think that's a I think that's where that sentiment is coming from. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Go ahead. Okay. No, 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 no. You you've enlightened me because I was looking for. I think that's where that's coming from. Okay. My thing is this. My thing is this: is that I've I've spoke. We talked about this on what was it two weeks ago about own or be owned. Yeah. Um, two or three weeks ago, and where I'm like, listen, there's there's intent, and then there's impact, mm. and the difference between the two is your execution, and part of what, and and I'm learning, I'm having to learn this is when I am when I am sticking my neck out there and I'm saying something, part of my execution is to be factual, right, right, and to 
again, it's very controversial to say that black black Hebrews are the Jews, are the original Jews. Like that's very controversial um, in a lot of circles. And and my thing is, you know, you do have people who aren't black who are Jews right. or who are Jewish or part of the Jewish community. So that's going to rub a lot of people the wrong way when you when you make those comments. And so I, I think that's a I think that's just something that and, and again, if you are and Nick's a savvy businessman, but if you are connected to these corporations that you know is not going to stand for, is basically what I was talking about. If 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 I am working for a corporation and their their platform, their agenda doesn't necessarily jive with me and what I'm trying to do, then there's a conflict of interest for me to speak my truth or what I believe to be true. Mm, And I don't want to put myself in a position to where I have to backtrack and come back and be, you know, and and my thing is there's a way to do certain things. If, If Nick wants information you know, he can have he could he could have had Rabbi on afterwards and talked about it. He could have, you know what I mean? Because I see the Breakfast Club do it all the time. They'll they'll bring different people on and ask questions to be enlightened, not to speak from a position of authority as though this is what you believe when really you're just reciting other people's talking points. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I, again, I just think that's something to be mindful of when you're on these when we're on these platforms is that we're speaking from a place that's factual that we can substantiate with proof. Not just regurgitating what we've heard other people say. Gotcha. And I think Nick, I think Nick, and when you do that and you are associated with a, a corporation that's that's not in line with what you're trying to do, you're going to find yourself back, you know, you're going to find yourself uh, taking back your comments and apologizing and doing those things because you're, you're being owned. You mm-hmm. don't own, you're being owned. And so that's this was this was a, a perfect example of what I was talking about a few weeks ago. Gotcha. So, um, I think he was sincere though. And I don't know. I, I get it, it feels like he was sincere in his apology. But my thing is, Nick isn't Jewish, so it's kind of hard to make these strong statements uh, that pertain to the Jewish community and not expect them to react. I mean, right. that's that's how we would feel if someone who isn't black is making like your neighbor. Like you like your neighbor, like he's making comments that affect black people. And it's like, you know, and it's almost like from a place of entitlement. One thing I, I have to respect the Jewish community for is they they are in a position where they have power. They have a lot of influence. And if it's something they don't like, they take action against you. They put pressure on you to acknowledge. <laughs> and and I, I pray for the day that our community can get to that point. Oh, goodness. I pray for that day. Yeah. But a lot has to happen. True. Here we go. All right, man. Um, Walker, Asheville, North Carolina. They are working to approve reparations for people that look like you and me. Discuss or trash? Uh, just discuss it. <laughs> okay, so um, early this week, the city has openly acknowledged a lot of wrongdoings um, in their, I guess, in their storied history of this town. Uh, you know, the Biltmore's there, Walker. So, um, I, I'm not. I, I've read this article, Walker, like 
almost three times trying to get the origins of you know why why now and i couldn't really come up with anything of course you can you can guess it's the 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 george floyd execution um that could be you know starting to work on the hearts of people but anyway in, in this particular case it's irrelevant so uh city council there went and voted and they voted um they, they voted on the idea of reparations and it won unanimously i think seven seven votes to, to, to seven in favor zero opposed and so um what's what's unique about this walker is these these aren't the reparations that i would normally think like i would think reparations would look like traditionally in terms of you know was it 40 acres and a mule you know um this these are more these these reparations are kind of shaped as more of a targeted long-term investment in organizations that stand to restore the black community so is there money being exchanged for sure is it just aimlessly falling in the hands of black people not so much so walker those are the facts let me hear what you let me hear what you think about it i don't know a lot about this i heard about it and i uh i kept going on to <laughs> the next website that i was like looking for um, why don't you believe in this walker <laughs> I don't think we, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't think we know how, I don't think we know how to, I don't know what these organizations are. Did they list the organizations? No. It, it, it kind of seemed like it was a city thing. Oh, the organization that the city's going to work to. No, no, no. They didn't list them. They did not list them. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, who are these organizations? Who are they owned by? Are they, are, is it black Simba. people getting these? Are these black people with boots on the ground? Similar to my working. concerns about people re- or do- donating money to racial injustice. What does that mean? Is that kind of where you're coming from? Yeah. What does okay. that mean? What does that look like? Do we see anything tangible? Like, I, I don't even know enough about this. I don't even know. I almost, I'm going to be honest, I almost trashed this, but I just wanted to hear more about <laughs> it. I, and I feel bad trashing something about reparations. <laughs> so um, I don't know enough about this to really have an opinion. Like, I don't know what Even these, based off of what I just are. shared with you? Dude, that's not what. What is that? It's smoke, Walker. Okay, is it coming from a smoke machine or is it a fire? <laughs> I like, don't think what, it matters, Walker. It? Here, here's why I think you should believe in it, even if it's on a macro level. It, it, it's Asheville, North Carolina. Nothing against it, um, but the conversation is being started. And Walker, there's another city because um, uh, an, another one of my homeboys in our group chat posted an article from another city that's starting to talk about it so i mean walker you got to start from somewhere and so i guess i I, told you i don't know what's going on that's great that we're starting the conversation i just don't know enough to comment on it okay that's all i'm saying i'm not saying i'm not i'm not against it i'm not you know i'm not anti i'm just like okay what is that okay 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 Case in point, case in point, me and my wife, me and my wife are having issues, right? Mm -hmm. We're having challenges in our marriage. Like we like, let's say we separated. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we got back together or, 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 or I go to my wife and I tell her, babe, I'm a changed man. (laughs) I'm going to be better. Yeah. The, the end. 
she's gonna look at me like change how is that a fair question yeah, it is what do you mean you changed okay what actions show that you've changed I just want to see some actions I just want to see I want to see change behavior what is there what what's tangible that we have that can fix years of oppression for us I'm happy we're having the conversation that's awesome that's great but I, I can't beyond that I can't give you anything else because we don't know okay Walker I, I'm sorry to bust your bubble but you know I you know I, I need more what are you shaking your head for? Because Walker, you don't want to be happy. <laughs> the Washington Football Organization <laughs> is changing his nickname from Redskins. It's eighty-seven-year-old nickname. They're, they've just they've just decided to scrap it, and they're currently uh, looking to change his nickname for the upcoming football season. Discuss or trash? Discuss. This is this is real. This is even more funny than what you said coming into this because uh, I think the Redskins are. Oh, can I say that? Sorry. I think the football team in Washington is in a predicament because somebody went and bought up Washington a whole football club. The what? Say what? Washington Football Club. Is that what they're going by? No, that's just kind of a generic name they're calling themselves to avoid Redskins. WFC. Um, I think I think unless they get somebody super creative, which I don't doubt they will, but um, a lot of the potential names have already been uh, what copywritten. <laughs> so, oh, really? Have you seen that? Like some some real estate person in that area. Has uh, has went went and like claimed the rights to all. I think it was like forty or fifty names. That's that's a lot of them sound really good too, and they 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 feel like they would go in the direction that they would that 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 the Washington Football Club would want to go in in terms of renaming themselves. Um, so anyway, I I applaud the move. I've never been crazy about that name. Um, so I just, I wish them the best because y'all are going to have to like really get in your bag to be creative. What, what, what do you think about this Walker? I have a question. What's more offensive, the, the, their nickname or their record over the past several years? <laughs> Cause if I'm a fan of this franchise, I'm more upset about that than the name. I don't care what you call them. We are trash on the field. <laughs> <laughs> The trash cans? <laughs> you are terrible, Walker. <laughs> Gee whiz. Uh, that's an insult. That, that I would be if I, I'm a Native American. I would be offended for that. Right. You'd be that trash of an organization, and then name it after us. No. How well, more offensive can you be? You act like you act like this. Yes, football, Snyder is the worst. You act like this football club doesn't have a storied history. They got some chips, man. So relax. They, had, they also have one of the ble- the best black quarterbacks I know ever. They do have it. championships. How long ago? You know how old we were the last time they won uh, a championship? It doesn't matter. You know how old ta- we was? It doesn't matter. If you, we were at the age that YG would be when he starts cutting grass. <laughs> what does it matter? It don't matter. No, chips are chips. That's fine. 
That's fine. And we're talking about the only reason he changed the name is because he's been facing uh, pressure from sponsors and investors. If it had not been for them putting pressure on him, they would still be called the Redskins going into this season. And Walker, I'll tell you this, like I tell you on a weekly basis, while your statement is valid, it is irrelevant. The fact of the matter is they're changing it. <laughs> How's it irrelevant? How's it irrelevant? It doesn't matter why they're changing it. It matters that they're changing it. To the Native Americans, I am so sorry that there's a franchise that has been so terrible over these past years. It then shows the honor, try to honor you by calling you, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Mm, uh, hmm, a slur, yeah. <clears throat> My apologies on behalf of them. They're trash and I've been trash. And it's just like, it's almost like, it's almost like God has a sense of humor. Like, until you stop being trash, you're going to be trash on the field. Hey, you have me think of this, Walker. You know, there, you know, there's a baseball team in Huntsville called the Trash Pandas. <laughs> <laughs> so you may be on to something with the Washington football club. <laughs> Dude. <clears throat> I call it. Hey, listen, poetic justice, man. They, hey. They've been trash on the on the front office, and they're oh, trash in the field. How, did you hear? Also, they have a lot of allegations. Yeah, Snyder, Snyder. That a lot of people are speaking out on uh, in terms of like sexual assault from his team, and dude, it's getting yeah. it's getting kind of dicey. I think it's what almost like fifteen women, something like that, dude. Oof, that's what I'm talking about. Like this organization is trash. Trash. So are it's you only right that it reflects on the football field that way. Are you for it's the name? Right. Are you for the name change or not, Walker? Yeah, but they're still trash. Fix the inside of your organization. Oh, so, oh, organization. oh, oh. So for you, they they gotta be more performance oriented before they can ever change their name. If you're performance oriented and a good culture, you would have changed. You would change your name automatically. You would already know that this is a this is a terrible name. If you fix all the crap within your organization, <laughs> the light bulb would have came on. That you know what? Maybe we shouldn't use this slur in the nation's capital. <laughs> okay, Walker, you got me there, bro. On you, Megan the Stallion. Tory Lanez got into a little skirmish. <laughs> this is Walker. This is what I anticipated you trashing, but I'm going to ask just because I'm polite. Discuss the trash. You're right. I'm trashing this. Thank you. However, however, I will say that I pray for a speedy recovery from Meg the Stallion. Don't know what happened. I just hope she's okay. I respect that, Walker. It's on you, bro. Uh, versus battle, battle of the dogs. Um, it's been confirmed that Snoop Dogg is battling DMX. Ooh, let's chat a little bit about this. I'm just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my prediction in, and then I'm gonna get out of here. Go for it. <sighs> Earl Simmons and Calvin Broadus, Walker. This is a landslide uh, win by the homie Snoop. Landslide. 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 This was even, this one's not even close. Put the kids to bed early for this one because it's not going to be pretty. You don't want them to have any mental trauma over what they see or hear during this versus battle. That's that's my opinion. 
Um, I'm going to disagree with you and say it's a landslide, but yes, I do have Snoop winning this. Yeah. Thanks, X, but yeah. Because, again, you got to consider features. You got to consider those. And yes, Snoop has all of that, so Snoop wins. But uh, X, X, X got some, he's got some joints. He's he does. got some joints. He does. Let me ask you this, Walker. He's got some joint on joints. Let me ask you this, Walker. I'm gonna give okay. you. I'm gonna give you the the Snoop. I'm gonna give you Snoop's Doggy Style album, right? And I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you to play it, right? And then I'm gonna give you DMX's first album. Which I, it's is that as dark as hell is hot? Is that the first album? Yes. Don't do that. The B B. Yes, that's the name of his first album. How between those two, which one are you skipping? What are you, you you're pushing the skip button first on which project? Probably as dark as in the hell as I thank you. How do I drop this microphone? It's it's uh, affixed to this uh stand. I don't know how to drop I it. I just said it was not gonna be a I don't I don't see it being a landslide. Well, Snoop is just Snoop is just a bad matchup for anybody. Seriously. Like Snoop I'm be honest, like I would I would rather see a Snoop Jay Z kind of battle. Mm. Um just because you you're talking about artists who who have longevity in the game. True. And DMX has he for his run, he had an incredible run. It's almost kind of 50 cent-ish. Yes. Yes. Um in terms of DMX's run. Incredible run in that short period of time, but it's not as long as as a Jay-Z or a Snoop. Gotcha. Like Snoop Snoop rapped in what, 3 decades? Oof. He has hits from three decades, right? Goodness gracious, yeah. That's wild. Right? So, so that's what I'm saying. Like that. That's why. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not mad at the fact that you feel it'll be a landslide for that reason. But I feel like because of DMX's incredible run, he has some hits to keep up with 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 Snoop Dogg. Gotcha. But at the end of the day, I think Snoop Dogg wins. It's not close, Walker. I, I respect and I, I hear what you're saying, but it's not close. Um. I, that's it for me. The clip is empty. That's all I got too, bro. All right. That 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 continues or that uh completes our discussion trash. Let's shout some people out. Okay. And 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 call out who played themselves and let's get out of here. Walker, I'm gonna keep it local on my shout out if that's okay. Um Lane Harper, you heard of him? No. He's black, so I figured you'd know him. Um huh? <laughs> It was my uh, attempt at a racist you joke. You have lunch with your uh, your neighbor. <laughs> Dinner Walker. later today. Dinner. Lunch is passed. <laughs> no. Um. Anyway, Lane Harper, <laughs> Birmingham police officer. Uh, this guy. Um, he through through a nonprofit, or he works with a, a nonprofit called Power of Life. Uh, he partnered with them to fulfill a need in Tallahassee, Florida, after seeing and hearing about the uh, COVID numbers going through the roof. You know, he he understood and he recognized the power uh, and the responsibility of wearing a mask and how effective it can be to wear a mask in terms of, you know, kind of leveling this thing off. Because we've seen it. We've seen it in New York. We've seen, you know, New York's numbers are crazy in terms of um, how effective the uh the cover numbers have been once people decide to start wearing masks through the limited phases that they've reopened but anyway so um lane took it upon himself to invest heavily with this nonprofit into a large amount of face masks and uh went to a uh, a rather troubled area of tallahassee 
and did what he called a drive-through mask giveaway, where um, they gave away masks, but they also gave away um, amounts, you know, small amounts of food as well. But um, you know, what's great about this is this part of town was, you know, one of those towns that are forgotten about in you know Florida State Capitol. And um, it, it was great that someone from here, you know, felt like it was worth taking the six plus hour drive to Tallahassee to make a difference in a state that um, is really, really getting hit hard by this uh, pandemic. So um, being that he's a local guy and he's, you know, he's reaching out and doing great things, I figured it was only right that I shout him out. Lane Harper, we appreciate what you're doing, bro. Thank you. Yes, indeed. Um, my shout out is going to Drew Holiday. Um, of the, the homie Orleans Drew Pelicans. with a J. Um, basically, it's him and his wife. Um, who's I didn't know she was a former U.S. Women's National Soccer player. No, uh, she's white, right? Warner. Huh? She's white, right? I guess. Okay. Uh, yes, she is. Yeah, she, you're yeah. right. She is. Um, not that that matters. I'm just, out. I'm just pointing that out. Yeah, it's not like that didn't have a purpose or anything. Um, so Drew is announced that he is going to uh, he's going to donate the remainder of his salary from this season to launch a social social justice fund alongside his wife, and it will be called the Drew and Lauren Holiday Social Justice Impact Fund. Um, he actually gives her credit for it being actually her idea. And the the purpose of it is to out socioeconomic inequalities across communities in L.A., New Orleans and Indianapolis, because um, I think he played there, too, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so I think that's dope for him to even do that. I mean, you just never know how athletes are, are living these days with the, the game suspended. So for him to donate the rest of it and to be thinking about others is definitely commendable. And I want to shout out both Drew and his wife for being selfless and uh, being an asset to the community. I love for old Drew, man. That dude can ball. Uh, I saw him. Yeah, I saw him. Um, I mean, a few games, but I, I remember when we saw him last year. Yeah, was, y'all took was, the trip was, down there to see Braun. He was getting off. Yeah. So, no, he, he, he's, he's got some game. You went to see Braun? Yeah, I did. Braun Legacy. You went to go see him? How many times are you going to repeat that? I was trying to think of something else I can say on Braun, but. Okay. No results found after that. <laughs> All right, Walker, we're going to get into some light foolishness here. Um, it's a player of the week, pl- folks who played themselves. Some light. Yeah, some light. Um, Walker, I'm going to call out Marco Rubio and Dan Sullivan. You've heard of these guys? Wait, oh, Marky Mark? No, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Um, so Walker, you've talked about this before. Um, this happens a lot and I hate, I hate this part of, uh, black culture, if you will. But you know, um, one of the things that's kind of trended about being black is that we all look alike, you know? So, um, Marco and Dan both separately each posted pictures of the late Elijah Cummings (laughs) <laughs> on their social media while paying respect to John Lewis. 
Walker to read the candor, to read the heartfelt candor on these uh, from these guys <sighs> in paying their respects for John Lewis and having the picture of the wrong person on there. I don't know. It just empties me out a little emotionally, and it makes me question a lot more. So, um, again, Walker and I talked about this before. In this case, no real consequence from this except making yourself look like an idiot. Um, so. Yeah, Walker, Marco, Dan, yeah, let somebody else run your your social media, please. At least when stuff like this happens, get him out of here. Um, as Charlemagne the God likes to call it, uh, can we play White Devil's Advocate here? <laughs> Not my words; these are his. Okay. Elijah Cummings and John Lewis do look eerily similar. Don't do this, Walker. I was ho- I was hoping you wouldn't go there, but don't do this. I said, can I play oh, sorry. devil's advocate my or bad. Charlemagne the God likes to call it white devil's advocate. I These granted you words. I granted you jurisdiction. That's right. Forgive me. Go ahead, Walker. They do look. You can see how that can happen. You can see how that can happen. I'm going to give you the same treatment I gave my neighbor earlier today. <laughs> Dinner at six? Ah, yeah. Is that what you're talking I'll bring the scampi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I mean, yeah, sure. Like, like he's in politics you should know one from the other yes i yeah i know that i'm just saying i'm just playing i'm just playing along just playing along just playing along okay good good player of the week um i have a repeat player of the week and it is governor brian kemp (laughs) what did he do now even though i know um it's you know i can go on to this this whole spiel but i can sum it up in two words the most that's what he's been doing well put there uttermost okay okay? um so uh this guy on this past wednesday he passed in an executive order banning municipalities from issuing ordinance requiring people to wear masks no harm done there Keep talking. No harm done there, right? It's not like we're in the midst of a global pandemic. See, there's a pandemic going on, but we're out of that. This is summertime. Summer's going to kill Corona. (laughs) I'm sorry, Walker. I'm sorry. I'm trying to do better. You gave me life with that facial expression you've been giving there. That was awesome. That was great. Um, Also, on top of that, he has filed a lawsuit against Keisha Lance Bottoms and the Atlanta City Council. Okay. Um, He's challenging that that her instructing the city's population to wear face masks. uh, Let's see what he's saying. Oh, yeah. What it's saying is that as mayor, as the mayor of the city of Atlanta, Mayor Bottoms does not have the legal authority to modify, change, or ignore Governor Kemp's executive orders the suit states it also challenges bottom's july 10th decision to roll back or to roll atlanta back from phase two of reopening to phase one asking residents to stay home except for essential trips and requiring restaurants and businesses only to serve to serve go and curbside meals okay 
Now, here's uh, Kemp's statements. Now, he he supports people's wearing masks, but he doesn't like the fact that uh, Keisha Lance Bottoms challenged his uh, authority. Okay. Uh, let's see if I can find. Yes, Governor Kemp. Uh, he he posted on Twitter three four days ago. Uh, this lawsuit is on behalf of Atlanta business owners and their hardworking employees who are struggling to survive during these difficult times. Okay. My question is, what does that have to do with face masks? <laughs> and if they're still able to work and provide uh, curbside and to go orders, they're still working, right, Gatry? Yeah, they are. So you're wasting taxpayers' money to sue a city because they want people to be safe? I don't see what the problem is. Um, if you don't, then my friend Stippy uh, or Ren from the Ren and Stippy show, he, he has opinions about it. What you got, Ren? You idiots! This is this is ridiculous. It's it's I mean sarcasm this off. Is this is absolutely asinine. Especially when we are seeing the numbers at an all-time high of COVID cases in the state of Georgia. Yeah. During this very moment, we're seeing the highest spike in terms I think I think what was the number? What was the death toll? I think in as Georgia? of yesterday, it was like 3,168 deaths oh, in Georgia. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And you, want, you want to play political games and send lawsuits across? No, come on, man. Come on, dude. Get your boy. Somebody get Stacey Abrams on the phone. <laughs> Who really should be sitting in that seat right now if we're being honest about it, but whatever. I need to I need to get over get over. That's that's for another day. We yeah. yeah, that's for that's that's a conversation for another day. I think it's ironic that the two states where the election arguably was stolen are come, having major issues. Come on, like Walker. Right come on, Walker. Kind of ironic. Come on. You're just so saying, right? Like you're not you're not saying anything, but you're just saying. It's just I just think it's interesting. Okay. It's just interesting. Okay. The correlation is, you know. I never thought of that there. before you said that, but um yeah, that we're gonna agree on. <laughs> yeah. Walker. Shall the congregation stand, please? Of course. My word is selfless. I am challenging those of you under the sound of my voice to be selfless. Okay? Let's not just think about ourselves in this time. Let's think about others. Let's let's work to be charitable if we can be. And let's let's take Drew and his wife's lead and think about how we can help and benefit others. It may not even be financially, but as we're seeing a spike in COVID cases, can we think about protecting ourselves for the sake of others, perhaps? Because it's not just about you and I. Let's let's get beyond just thinking about ourselves. Let's think about how we can take care of each other. Because I like to think that we need each other at the end of the day. So let's do our part to take care of one another. And regardless of whatever you do, let's try to live responsibly. The doors of the Tipping Point Pod Church are open. 
May the Lord watch between thee, me and thee as we are absent one from another. Go in peace. Have a safe, wonderful week. And as always, I am Caesar Walker. He is Ronnie Gatchery, and we are the Tipping Point Podcast. Thanks again for listening.